Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Welcome to the Hollywood Casino Press Box with your host, Frank Cusimano. It's the local kid, Miggy Pettis! In the 94th moment, he will not forget, nor will the St. Louis locals. The best guests, the best insight. Cairo and Thomas, here they come, Cairo to Thomas, he scores! That's all, folks, Blues win! All backed by over 20 years of covering the biggest events in St. Louis sports. Now, here's Frank Cusimano on 590 The Fan, KFNS, and 590TheFan.com. Good morning and welcome. Hollywood Casino Press Box. Frank, Bob, Cole, Joe, we're here till 12. Good one lined up. John Hewlett, who's going into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, the longtime public address announcer for the Cardinals, and a guy who spent 44 years at KC Real Rock Radio, will be in studio at 11. Bob, there has to have been some stories, and we'll ask him, that if you're in that situation, announcing all those names for all those years for three hours a night— or you just kind of screw up and say the wrong name. I mean, I know I would. I don't oh, think I've a, ever heard him do it, though. That's a given for me. Yeah. That's just going to happen. And I, I, I might, there might be some stories of, he because he's a pro, obviously. Yeah. Ask, get a pronunciation, but it turns out that it's not said quite properly. <laughs> right. And how does he hear about it? That's <laughs> it's good, yeah. You know, you know, and see what he does. And then... Not to mention, sometimes as as important and as detail-oriented as the Cardinals' game day operation is, sometimes it's a bit of a cluster prior to a game, first pitches being thrown, people down on the field and all oh, that, yeah. and juggling all those things and making it sound good and smooth. I, I bet you there's some stories there, too. Yeah, I forgot about the f- the f- first pitch stuff that he was responsible for, too. And he's been doing that for a long, long time. Yeah. I mean... Sort of the host of the ballpark. You're right. That's a good way of putting it. Um, like, I introduced the golfers at the uh, Ascension Charity Classic for the last three or four years, and last year, I said... 
a guy's name was Mark and his name was Mike. I just, you know, I can't read great. And I just <laughs> called him Mike and the golf said, that's, that's Mark for you. Oh, my God. I mean, I wanted to, like, crawl in that tent. So this year, I was, like, so locked in. It was, like, the most important assignment of my life. There's only 15 people on the tee box, but I'm so worried about screwing up a name. Well, here's where you messed up. You didn't go Kramer on him. I don't think that's right. <laughs> yeah. He says, no, it's, it's, it's Mike. You no, look, I don't think that's right. You look like a lily. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, 25-year-old reference lost on younger listeners. <laughs> And but Joe's an old soul, and you have become a Seinfeld fan, right? Oh yeah, I love Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get it when I was younger, but the older I get, the more it makes sense. There you a go. Show about nothing, but it makes a, a lot of sense. Show about nothing. <laughs> Can I say this? I'm I've never like bought in hook, line, and sinker with friends. I've eh. yeah. How about Me you? Either. The girls are really cute. Oh, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. But that's about, that's about did it. Did you like the show a lot? Did it was you? A, watch I it? thought it was okay. Okay, that was a solid show. Yeah, and I can understand how it got a big audience and ran for what. 11 years, 10 or 11 years. Yeah. And uh, they were all professional. I thought it was fine. Yeah. But but I'm not a fanatic like I am about Seinfeld and 30 Rock and the Dick Van Dyke show, Mary Tyler Moore, Andy Griffith. You know, those, those yeah. that's my group of shows. Uh, weekly special this week, Prince Red. Uh, Prince Carter is going to come. Uh, he's going to be our guest this week. And he's just put together one of the great barbecue places in St. Louis. Kind of old school. Not one of these real fancy places, but just some of the best barbecue in St. Louis. We're excited about that. All right. A uh, lot to discuss. Uh, first of all, let's begin uh, with the Cardinals. Uh, last night, Bob, Zach Thompson looked really good. Didn't get much help from his defense, but he goes five and a third, strikes out five, allows one earned run, and he's lefty, and he throws a smooth 95. Um, he's a guy that's got to either be a candidate for that fifth or sixth spot or in the bullpen next year. I think he's – you can kind of count on him for being somewhere Something. in that. Yeah. I think so, too. Could he be a fourth or fifth starter? Could be. If he is, it probably means something in the winter didn't go just quite right. But a decent guy to lean on if that becomes the case. Um, could he be a lefty specialist? He probably is more valuable with multiple innings than that, but he could end up that. But chances are he's a long man, spot starter, and uh, in, a, in an age where five innings is considered really good, Getting outs in the sixth and seventh is absolutely paramount, and um, he could be a, a, a huge factor there. Prediction from you, five years from now, who are we going to be saying has had the better career, Matthew Libitor or Zach Thompson? Gut feel. I'll say Libertor. Okay. Just because <laughs> it's probably related to the deal. And how Libertor was valued um, when they made that deal. So I still think who, whatever the Cardinals saw in him is still in there. Yeah. Can they get it out? So I think there's a higher ceiling, but, but maybe not. Throws a little harder. And, boy, he had a strikeout last night. I think the curveball was 70 miles an hour. I mean, you talk about disparity between 97 and 70. Right. It's pretty good. So. Yeah, and so if the hitter obviously doesn't pick it up right away, he's toast. All right, some other ones. Um, Brooks Kepka and the United States team will begin play in the Ryder Cup in Rome, which I think is really sexy. Um, a lot of the um, people on the Live Tour, Bob— why, were, Wait a minute. Why is that? 
Gina Lola Bridget is not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got back from Italy, and I just, oh, my goodness. I have a neck issue now because, uh. <laughs> well, here's, well, here's the key. You get a sense of it and look away. Yeah, exactly. Or you wear sunglasses and nobody oh, knows. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So uh, it's the 44th Ryder Cup. It'll be on NBC. And uh, there's a couple things from Kepka. One, a lot of the live golfers are really pissed off that they didn't get a chance yeah. Like uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson and Kepka, who's a teammate of those guys, basically. And he just says, you know what you should do? You should play better. It's kind of a <laughs> brutal Brooks Kepka response. Hey, let me ask you this, because you're way more in tune to the golf world than me. Way more. I- is that the right answer? Are there it other is. things yeah, involved? There's but, nothing sorry. incorrect about what he said. Because those guys did not play well. Mm-hmm. Now, you could also argue that Justin Thomas had a bad season and he shouldn't be on the team, but he has such an incredible Ryder Cup record. That's why he is. But anyway, Kepka also talked about the pressure in this big-time event. If the Ryder Cup, which it hadn't done in a while, came down to, the, to, to one match on the course to decide it, I suspect if you ask all 24 guys here if they, if they want the ball, that say yes. How many of them do you think really, really mean it? Very few. Other than the Ryder Cup, I think the most pressure you could feel is is in a major. Um, guys, guys should believe in themselves, but I mean, right? Everybody else has got to be thinking that they don't. That's why I think that way. I think that's you got to be thinking you're the best player um, on the golf course, best player on the team, best player um, in, in that current time. And if you don't, then I mean, there's something wrong with you. Um, you always got to believe you're the best and, and want to be the best and have that drive, and that's what's going to put you over the edge. And I think a lot of guys have it, but um, I, don't, I don't know how many, how many guys would want an eight-footer with, with this on the line. And the difference is where you're even in a major, you're playing for yourself, and you're, now you're playing for your country and your teammates, yeah. and that changes the pressure. Some guys are great teammates, and they want to they want to be a part of it and carry and, and carry that weight. Other guys, when you bring that extra pressure factor in, uh, can't all and it doesn't make them bad people. It's an individual sport, except for this. It it just changes the dynamic. Yeah. Um. I guess his. I like everything about Kepka. I know that he's a kind of a controversial figure. I like the fact that he's candid, that he says things that other golfers don't. I like the way he walks. I like the way he hits the ball. I like his girlfriend. Uh, I know <laughs> a lot of people don't want to <laughs> don't want to embrace him because he went to the Live Tour, but he's really cool. But by the way, Justin Thomas, even though he had this horrendous season or really brutal season. He's six two and one in the Ryder Cup, and he and Jordan Spieth, who are best friends, they'll probably be uh, paired together. Uh, Bob, the Blues will be in action tonight. Uh, it's uh, let's see, the Blues are playing at Dallas tonight. Craig Berube talked yesterday, and he talked about the goal scoring on this squad this year. A lot of our goals that uh, we scored. The two games here are all around the net, which is good. You know, we're doing a much better job of driving the net, Sauter's goal, um, you know, just getting to the net in general. So, you know, that's, I think, you know, for me, the shot totals aren't up there enough. We could have shot a lot more pucks um, from the back end. And, um, you know, because our forwards are going there, so we got to get the pucks there. 
So um, I spent some time with Jordan Good, uh, Jordan Bennington yesterday. Most interesting thing he said was, I asked him about, do you still, even though you've been an all-star, you've won a Stanley Cup, you've done some unbelievable things, do you still have that chip on, a sh- on your shoulder? And he said, he goes, I watched a documentary about Draymond Green, you know, slipping to the second round. It's, I love it when they, they s- go to a different sport. And he says, he goes... I love the way he talked about it. It never leaves you. He goes, I'm not any different. I still think of the guy that got, you know, was 25 years old, that had other guys ahead of him. So he's got to another organization for a while. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, so when you talk to him from that, that first half season where he was the golden boy and carried the team and brought him from the brink of disaster to the cup, how has he changed? In just conversations, or has he not changed at all? Which is, you know, kind of what you you were alluding to as far as chip on the shoulder. Any other ways? Has he become a little more um, media savvy, or does he still just kind of shoot from the hip? That is a great question. He's definitely more media savvy. He definitely talks about himself. Let's face it, the only quote we ever remember about Jordan Jordan Bennington was, do I look nervous to Jim Thomas? And now, I mean, he's going off on tangents and talking about how he he has no hatred towards Nazem Kadri. And he, oh, I mean, yeah, he is, yeah. I can remember thinking after games, oh, gosh, we're going to have to get a 12-second <laughs> bite. And now he was really, really good. That's excellent. So, yep. All right, um, next up, a blockbuster move in the NBA yesterday, Bob, where um, I think it's the best duo now in the NBA. You have Giannis with Dane Lillard uh, in Milwaukee. I think it's, well, Jamal Murray and Djokovic, you could make a case for that. But I think it's better than Tatum and Brown. I think it's better than uh, LeBron and Davis at this stage of their careers. Mm -hmm. Because... Uh, look, Dane Lillard, he's the second-best shooter in the world, and Giannis, yeah. at his best, could be the best player in the world, depending how you feel about Djokovic. Djokovic. Dev- Devin Booker, Kevin Durant? Uh, I haven't played long it. enough, t- and Durant's always hurt. So, mm-hmm. uh, Kind of a blockbuster move. And I like the fact that a small market team can be great. And um, and now it's going to the biggest move is, biggest part of it is that Giannis, who kind of put the, uh, the bucks on notice, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, hey, we got you the second best shooter in the world. Think that was co- coincidental? No. No. You don't. You think, oh boy, okay, let's go make a deal for Giannis? Or do you think they were already working on it and and then when he popped off, I, well, popped off's not necessarily fair. He I don't think he's a pop-off guy. No, that's a good point. But but when he made those comments, did somebody from the front office go, "Giannis, we're working on it. Relax, buddy." Or do they go, as I said, do they go Oh gosh, we better make a deal now. Well, he had an opportunity a week ago to sign a contract extension, and he hasn't signed it yet. So I think that kind of. And then he went on those podcasts and said that they have to show them that they want to win a win a championship and be a championship team before mm-hmm. he signs that. Yeah, extension. wouldn't he look bad now if he doesn't sign the extension? Yeah, yes. we got right. you the guy. Yeah, that's exactly right. So um, the one St. Louis angle in this, Bob, was uh, the Suns in this deal acquired three guys who are between mm-hmm. 6'3 and 6'5 and you know guards I'm not saying they're the exact same players Jordan Goodwin but they kind of play not the same it. position um, 
I was thinking with the Suns and that roster, boy, Jordan's got to play. He's Who knows? He may end up starting. He's perfect. And now they bring in Grayson Allen and a couple of others. I'm thinking, and, and Little, and who's the third one? Um, Keon Johnson. Yeah, Keon Johnson. I would, the, t- I would tell you this. Goodwin doesn't care about competition. No, fact, I agree. He thrives right, on yeah. it. Yeah. He thrives on it. And will those guys guard like he does? What, what does the organization value? They've already got tons of offense. Now, not tons of offense off the bench, mm-hmm. granted. I, yeah. I, I'll give you that. But do, how many guys do they have that will get in there and lock somebody down, lock a superstar down, and not be afraid of the challenge? Okay, it's a superstar. Maybe he burns me on a given night, but I'm not giving up, and I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to make his life miserable for these 48 minutes. I don't know that the Suns have many guys like that. No, you're right. And their big three are the polar opposite of right. Jordan Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you also have to realize, too, I mean, it's about minutes. Yep. And Grayson Allen has been a a pretty good, solid NBA player. He's going to get his minutes. Now, can he beat out Keon Johnson? Maybe. Can he beat out Little? I think so. Yeah. Everything coming out of Phoenix, it sounds like they they really love what he brings to the team. It's hard not to love it. Yeah. If you appreciate that kind of game. Also, um, Portland's – look – uh, they're going to be okay. Yeah, they'll be decent. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't think Drew Holiday will stay there. I think he's another trade piece for them to get some more assets because Drew Holiday's a really good player. I don't think he wants to stay in Portland. Yeah, so uh, keep an eye on that and how it affects our Jordan Goodwin. All right, next up, uh, Bob, you and I have been big advocates of just touches for Luther Burden, just touches. And on Saturday, he got ten of them. Here's drink on Luther Burden and getting the ball. You know, I, I think too much is made about, hey, when he's in the game, we got to force somebody the ball. We just need to get him in the in the flow of the game. And, you know, the play doesn't care who makes it on either side of the ball, right? So there's going to be times where the quarterback is going to go through a progression and it's going to get back to the check down, and that's going to be the play that needs to be made. So we don't want to get to this point where we're on this play, this guy has to touch the ball. We just want to make sure that, you know, all five eligibles are running their route have the ability to catch the ball. If they put us in a certain matchup, then obviously we KYP it, know your personnel, what's your best matchup, and, and attack it. But, you know, this team's going to run a, a variety of coverages. Um, there's going to be a, a lot of disguise. So we, we can't focus and say, hey, this guy's going to get the ball in this play. It's got to be, everybody's got to be deep, detailed, disciplined, and unselfish in the pass game. And the quarterback's got to make the right read and put the ball where it's supposed to go. What a bunch of baloney. What a bunch of coach speak I knew you were crap. What a bu- nobody that I've heard, nobody in the media, nobody on talk shows. Now, I don't listen to all the talk shows. I don't listen to everybody. Nobody say, force the ball. Now, I've gone hyperbolic occasionally. Get him the ball every play. But, but that's just be, that's me being a homer and wanting to see our right. guy play well. You're going to tell me that your best weapon is just one of the guys that's the biggest load of crap. And if you believe it, you're not going to be long as a coach in the SEC. You will not. So you keep going with that line, coach. But for, but really, overall, he doesn't believe one word of what he just no, says. Yeah. <laughs> not one word. And that's why coaches that are full of it, I, I, I don't know. I know, you know, they're ranked. I'm not saying get rid of it. I'm just saying don't let him have a microphone ever. 
<laughs> That's a good take. Um, and look, on isolated plays, yeah, throw to one of the five open guys. But at the end of the game, if he doesn't have a 10 by his name, then there's something wrong with your game plan. Unless, unless, for now, if you're going to go, if, if you're going to play Missouri. You're gonna do everything. You're gonna take take you gotta, away. You got to take right. burden away. Yeah. And so, if that's what Drink is talking about, then he should say that. Yeah. Not well, this. Hey, everybody's all the same, and the, we'll go through our progressions. Well, we know you go through your progressions, and you know we know you have other weapons, and we know you have a great running back. We get all of that. But if you've got a weapon, and and, and the other team takes it away from you, well, now we've got one coach. Out coaching another coach, you got to find a way to make your weapon the weapon. Yeah, and the fact that they have him in the slot now, there's so many ways you can get him the ball. I mean, even if he takes Bob, even if he takes two steps behind the line of scrimmage and catch it, and then let him go because he's so great in the open field, or even if you hand him off the ball, yeah, end around, you know, stuff like that. By the way, remember when we were younger, Jackie Smith on the end around? Oh, yeah. A tight end. Gosh, was he really? great. Yeah. Speaking of that, I, I get to see Jackie on huh. Saturday. Where? Jackie singing the national anthem at the Lindenwood football game oh. on Saturday, 1 o'clock. Good seats still available. Come out and see us. It's going to be a warm day, but it's going to be a great day, great tailgating. But Jackie Smith, we had a, a TV production meeting yesterday. You're in an executive role there, correct? No. No? I'm just... All right. I, I, hey, who's going to do the play-by-play? Uh, the old guy? Okay. Um, <laughs> just a cog in the wheel, huh? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Um, but it's interesting. So many young guys in the business, like Joe, like Cole, and everybody's was, And it was interesting that I had to kind of explain to some of the young guys who Jackie Smith was. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and they were all appreciative, and, you know, yeah. they didn't know that. Cole, since you're such a football historian, you should YouTube Jackie Smith highlights. In fact, Jackie Smith yeah. run against the Cowboys when he broke five tackles and scored a touchdown. Would you say it's him and, and him and John Mackey were the two guys that, that sort of ushered in the modern tight end era? Yeah, the athletic oh, yeah. tight end. Yeah. Uh, Dicka. Dicka, yeah. Dicka had that incredible rookie year, but— yeah. But, but Mackie and Jackie, Jackie were the most for sure. athletic for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie, I, mean, I think he ran like four fives, four sixes. For a big, That's yeah. crazy. huge, powerful man to That's have that guy. kind of speed, fast twitch quickness, and hands. I mean, you shake his hand, it's like oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's like grabbing trying to grab a, yeah. a, a, a ham. It's it, it, he's just and so when you add the power and strength with the fast twitch and speed, it's just, he's just amazing. And then above all of that, is as good of individual as you could ever meet in the world. Yeah. He was like the one player that I watched growing up that I felt every time he got tackled, he was pissed off. Yeah. He just <laughs> angry at the world. So, But off the field, yeah, the best. he's never angry at anybody. And still in unbelievable nice shape, too. Oh, he's great. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see him. So City SC um, has a... A plethora of candidates that all want to sing the national anthem. And Doc Draghi called me the other day. He goes, can you get Jackie to do the anthem there? So I've, I made a call down there. I don't know if it's going to work. But, um, yeah, he does a great anthem, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So For those that don't know, because somebody said that I talked about all of his Hall of Fame credentials and all that. And one of the yeah, but can he sing? I go, oh, he's a marvelous singer. Yeah. And he is. How could all that 
disparate talent being one body. Yeah, you're right. He, he sung the national anthem, by the way, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame this summer. He uh, and he's a great blues singer, uh, rhythm and blues stuff. He's good. A uh, couple times I went out to one of the big Jerry Clinton events out at his farm out west, and and uh, Jack, you'd get up there with the band. It was uh, really a treat. All right, uh, one final point. And uh, I don't want to actually, seem... Uh, before we move on, I actually have a, a quick little uh, sound bite of Jackie singing. On here on 5.9 right. The Fan, actually. Maybe I should have saved those leftover dreams. Funny, but here's that rainy day. That's- Could you see, <laughs> it's the late 60s when... The NFL was a different kind of game and a bunch of uh, brutes in the clubhouse. And this biggest, nastiest of them all is walking around in the clubhouse or in the locker room singing like that. <laughs> yeah. What, a, what an odd scene. It had to be great. <laughs> That's good. All right. Uh, one final thought. And I don't want to um, appear to be the ugly American in all this, but Monique kind of like put the thought in my head. That's why I'm going to bring it up. So last night... So uh, she's the ugly American. Okay, yes, good. I'm you've, you've, her. you've deflected that. Okay, very good. <laughs> Throw her under the bus. <laughs> so last night, SLU played Missouri State in soccer. Mm-hmm. Missouri State, ninth in the country. It was a 1-1 game. And the amazing thing about Missouri State is they only have two players on their entire roster from the United States, both goalkeepers. The entire, they got players from 11 different countries. Hmm. Meanwhile, SLU has like, has nine guys from the region. You know, they, what wow. Kevin Kalish tries to do is he tries to recruit the region and reward our locals with scholarships. And Monique said to me, you know what? That's a state school, Missouri State. And they're, all their scholarship money is going to people outside the country. Aren't there players from Viani or Rockwood Summit, Smet, Kirkwood, who could help a soccer team? And it leads me to this story, and it's one of my favorites, is when Brooke was growing up, um, she was starting to get good in golf, but not quite really good. And we used to go to all these AJGA tournaments where the best players in the Midwest would play. And she would not finish in the top five or top ten, but she would break 80 as a 15 or 16-year-old. And the Missouri State coach would go to all these matches. And then when Brooks was like 16 and then 17, and this coach would walk right by Brooke after the match. And this happened not once, not twice, but ten times. And go right to the girl with the accent, or right from the right with the girl who had who was Asian or something, and would go right to the girl who wasn't from that region because they would attract people from all over. And so Brooke uh, kept kept getting better and better, but this guy kept walking by and walking by and never saying a word. So then Brooke wins one state title, and then she wins another state title, and he still never called her. So, SIU Carbondale called her and said, we're going to offer you a scholarship, you're going to play. So, every time Brooke Cusimano played against Missouri State, she kicked her freaking ass and remembered it (laughs) every freaking time. And then, after the fourth year, I'll give the coach credit. He went up to Brooke and said, Brooke, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. 
But that kind of ties in with this whole, oh, let's get the person from Italy. Ooh, we're really cool. I mean, they had golfers from freaking Italy, and they wouldn't recruit Brooke from Creve Core, who was two and a half hours away. And that girl from Italy would lose to Brooke by 10 shots every time they played, you know? So. You don't have to be upset. You won. Right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you won. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing is a couple things, though. And I'm not saying their selection of players are the best players that they could have gotten. Maybe there is a better player from, uh, you know, Raytown South or wherever. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe there is. But the coach's job, he's got to win. He's got to win. And if this is the path that he thinks can help him win best, that's what he's got to do or he's going to yeah. be out of a job. Forget uh, forget the that uh, we're just going to seal the borders and, you know, everybody from uh, – uh, Springfield Kickapoo, all the yeah, come on, all of you are going to come play. You got to win, man. I agree, but there's got to be a player at say Dominic. There's there's got to be a player around town. I mean, to have the entire roster but the goalkeepers. Well, here's the other thing. First of all, a couple of things. And I, I don't know that NIL has really affected oh. soccer um, like it has football and basketball. I don't I don't, think, know, I don't yeah. know the facts there. Keep in mind, unless the rule has changed recently. Foreign players are ineligible for NIL money. So. Oh, yeah. And so, and also keep in mind, scholarships in soccer are not that much. Because they only get, it's a, it's a finite number. Is it 10 and a half? Is it 11? I don't know what it is. And generally, they're divided up into partials. Yes. So It's like baseball. It's not like we're, you know, we're giving 15 free rides to foreign players. And if you did, I don't care. It's your, it's your program. But, that, but that's not really the case. But, but it's, what it is is it's a roster spot and a chance to play Division One that all the foreigners are getting it. And nobody in our region is getting it at one of our state schools. I'm going to circle back. There's going to be a callback, official callback. Play better. Yeah. Well. Play better. Don't let them, don't let them do what they did to Brooke. Yeah. He's so good. They, they, can't, they can't walk away. All right. Some good thoughts there. Let's, uh, let's take a short time out. This is the Hollywood Casino Press Box and the all-new 590 The Fan. Uh, when we come back, we'll do a little five for Bob and Frank. Cole, take it away, sir. 855-282-8255. That's how you get in contact with us on the Maryville University Press Box listener line. Find out more information about this outstanding university in town and country by visiting maryville.edu. Maryville University offers more than 30 degrees online, which includes bachelor's degrees, by the way, with no ap- no application fees and also no entrance exams. Super convenient for you. They've been empowering students for nearly 150 years, so they are well aware that there is no time like the present to focus on your future. And I know if I recall correctly, I know I'm getting older, but I'm pretty sure we're approaching the time where the seniors start applying to colleges. So parents out there, if you got a kid who's a senior, you can go to Maryville's website, maryville.edu, and you can schedule a virtual tour. If you can't make it to campus, like I said, it's local. It's in town and country. So if you are able to make it over there, that's great. Uh, make, make sure that you're scheduling visits. If not, go ahead and check out their website, maryville.edu, and check out a virtual tour to get an idea of what they have to offer you. And if you need help with some eye care, Dr. Michael Jones is the guy to see, and he is hanging out over at Quantum Vision Centers. Call him up, 1-866-260-EYES. Dr. Jones is a longtime friend of the show, and he practices complete eye care in the metro area. 
from routine eye exams to LASIK and custom cataract surgery, Dr. Jones can get it done for you just like he did for Frank. He's board certified in ophthalmology, and he's also an assistant professor at SLU, possibly teaching somebody you know. He sees patients at several locations in the St. Louis area, so he's easily accessible. And if you miss the number the first time, here it comes again. If you're podcasting it, pause it right now or write it down. one 866 When you call in, tell him Frank Cusimano sent you. And I'm not done just yet. I got one, for, one more for you. I am staring right now at the side of a Schnooks building. They're everywhere. They're so close to us. We got one here at the corner of Manchester and Woodlawn and Kirkwood. But wherever you go, you can earn 2% back on every purchase. They have that available at all Schnooks locations, and it's as simple as shop, earn, redeem. All you got to do is show your barcode within the app, or you can use your phone number at checkout if you like. And not only, not only do you get points for money off, but I highly do recommend that you download that app because there are a lot of other features that are designed to make your grocery shopping experience easier. You can shop directly in the app to order delivery or curbside pickup. You schedule what we deliver. It is effortless. If you can't find something, maybe you don't want to ask around and be like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Just item search it. They got a cool little item search option. It'll tell you exactly where everything is. And you will find hundreds of exclusive digital offers and coupons that you're not going to find anywhere else. It is going to save you a lot of money. Remember, the magic number is two. 2% back on every single purchase. Start saving money off your groceries.